All right. Thanks again for making the Locked On Almost podcast your first and listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcast, including YouTube. Give subscribe. Um, we hit 3,000 subscribers before kickoff of the Texas Bowl. We will do a live pregame show. Um, if it goes to the 31st, we'll do a live pregame show next year. So we want to hit 3,000 subscribers at least by the end of the year. That is our goal. Anyway, thank you very much for tuning in. Now, we've got some people right now that we have heard about. And they could be from different sources. If we know what it is, we're going to give them credit for it because we're not trying to break news here. We're just trying to talk about stuff that people are talking about. That's really what this segment is about. And this is going to be a portal spotlight segment. And we're going to talk about some names that are just kind of bouncing around. And I've, I've seen different places. Now, does this mean these kids are going to come to Ole Miss? No. In a lot of cases, these are high, high profile transfers that are going to be wanted by absolutely everybody. Um, but these are names that are popping up in Ole Miss circles. Now, the first one that I want to talk about um, I heard, what did I hear this on? I forget what they call it. It was Ben Garrett and David Johnson's joint podcast. They talked about this kid. And his name is Bray, um, Braden Fisk. He is a defensive lineman, 6'5", 300, out of Western Michigan. He's got offers all over the place. Florida offered just the other day. Lane Kiffin is potentially visiting him at the end of this week. I don't know how it's going to go, but he's a graduate transfer, and he's a kid that really blew up. Whenever he was recruited, he was a 6'3", 240-pound guy, and he just, like, grew and grew and grew, and he ended up with a whole bunch of explosion and get-off and everything that just drives the Mac absolutely crazy. And if you think about it, the Mac was pretty good to us last year with Troy Brown. So that was Central Michigan. This is Western Michigan. We'll see exactly how it goes. But whenever we talk about the need to get bigger on the defensive side of the ball, it doesn't necessarily matter what scheme we're playing defensively. We need to get bigger to deal with the physics issues that it can provide sometimes. And playing this guy at one of the defensive end positions would absolutely do that. All of a sudden, you got some big boys up front, and your linebackers end up looking more like linebackers, and your 3-2-6 three, three, ends up looking like a 3-3-5 three, three, with, like, some beef up front. So it has a chance to be interesting. This would be a big get for Ole Miss. This is somebody that I would really, really um, honestly look forward to them getting. This is somebody I'm really excited about. Now, this one did not play this year. He went to Texas A&M in 2021. He set out this year. He has some issues to address. I think legal type stuff. I don't know what's going on with it, but he's a name that is bouncing around the Ole Miss program. You see him online. You see his name in message boards. You see questions all the time. He's a guy that follows the Ole Miss um, program fairly closely. I think if it all gets vetted and sorted out, he would be a good player. He's one of those long, wide receivers that Ole Miss is known for. But DeMond Demas has a chance to move to the next level. He also has a chance to see everything fall um, apart and to where he doesn't, you know, he becomes like a cautionary tale. 
but it's kind of going to be up to him. But he's a name that has bounced around. I see it on Twitter from time to time, people talking about what's going on. We'll see if his issues get addressed after their vetting and everything like that. Um, see exactly how it goes down because, you know, he has a chance to be a really good player. I think he was a five-star when A&M recruited him. Um, of course, A&M recruits five-stars all over the place, and they still finish seventh in the West, but whatever. And lastly, I do want to talk about Theo Weiss. He's a graduate transfer out of Oklahoma. He's 6'3", 205, another big round year wide receivers. His offers are indeed blowing up. Everybody wants this guy. He has all the ability in the world. Theo Weiss Jr. has a chance to be a really, really special football player. He's a guy that I just see his name bouncing around on Twitter. You don't really know. All these people are, everybody's trying to get in on these guys. You don't exactly know what the filtering process will be for the Ole Miss Rebels or anybody else. So all you can do is just try at the beginning. Is there a chance that Theo has an offer to Texas or A&M or something like that, Baylor? You know, you know, yes, it's absolutely possible. Is it possible that Ole Miss is going to get in and have him visit and sway him? Remember, his teammate actually signed with um, Ole Miss out of Allen whenever Theo went to Oklahoma. I forget his name. He, he was a quarterback. Um, so this will be one thing to absolutely take an eye on keep an eye on should be really interesting but those are the transfer spotlight players for this week i mean three players three big players and not even people are getting all into the portal we will see what it looks like starting today it's going to be absolutely nuts over the next three or four days bear with us if anything breaks i mean we don't break news but if you're expecting something we don't see it we're probably going to get to it eventually um, if we can, but follow the normal people for recruiting information for stuff on the transfer portal. They do a decent job. Uh, I would recommend doing that as well. I would recommend all over Twitter because you'll be able to see and you can follow like if Lane Kiffin retweets somebody. Lane Kiffin retweeted Ra Ra Thomas from Mississippi State. He's a guy that also we need to keep an eye on. Um, he caught a touchdown pass in the Egg Bowl, actually the winning touchdown pass in the Egg Bowl. Um, but we will see exactly how that goes as well because he has a chance to do real similar things to what Malik Heath did. Now, honestly, in the portal, this is just me and you talking here. Almost needs to find a tight end and that slot receiver. That hole that they had in the middle of the field last year can't happen next year. Because the running game is going to suffer. I, I know it's going to joke whenever they ran for as many yards as they did this year. Yeah, the running game also could have been so much better. Us not using the middle of the field actually hurt the running game moving forward. So we'll see exactly how that happens. It's, today's the first day of the transfer portal window being open. So expect it to be absolutely nuts. Anyway. Thanks for making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first listen today. For your second listen today, check out Locked On Sports today. From the games that matter the most to the biggest stories in sports, go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insights only Locked On can provide. It's Locked On Sports today. It's available on this app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcast.
Hope everybody has a good day. Ole Miss, Texas Tech, in the Texas Bowl, December 28th. It was like 8 o'clock at night. Um, should be a really good game. We're going to build to that point. We're going to talk about the transfer portal, and as the basketball season gets going, we're going to talk about that some as well. So stay tuned for that, and tomorrow I will catch you then. Peace.